Well, the weather for the whole of the south of England will continue as it has for the next few weeks. It's going to be hot and moist, with temperatures rising steadily as time goes on. There's a chance of steamy moments as we move into the... Ah, sod it. We never wanted to do this. We never wanted to be weathermen and women, making innuendos about hot atmospheres and drizzly countries. We didn't want to be child-friendly. We didn't want to bang on about being for over-18s only. We want to talk about our sexy adventures. We want to be lifestylers, leaping from bush to bush as we sail down the rivers of British sex clubs and mountains of crazy experiences. The cheeky purple mamba, the liquid silk pumped liberally into our hand, the rodeo classic brief harness complete with Tantus curve, the enjoy pure one stainless steel dildo, the hot octopus digit, the ever so short messages on fab swingers, the sexy friends on Twitter, and the mighty vanilla alternative. With my best girlie by my side, we'd swing, swing, swing. Get in the gym or to your car. Without advice, you could go far. We fuck things up and we make mistakes. We talk about our sexy dates. It's getting hard for this to rhyme. Just as well, cause it's bed. Hello and welcome to the Bed Hoppers Podcast. My name's Mr. H. And I'm Mrs. H. Thank you for joining us today. We have some very special guests with us in the Bed Hoppers studio today. We do. We, we do. Very special. Crammed in this tiny room. So special that we've crammed them in there, we've fed them, and we've given them some drinks, and hopefully they're going to tell us about them. Hopefully. Hopefully. Did Who you are give they, them dear? Enough chloroform. Chloroform. <laughs> well, we need them to speak. We're, we do. We're not, we will. We're not going all Dharma. Oh my God, no. We're not slicing bits of them off and eating them over a long period of time. That took a really dark turn. It did. That's what you get for making me watch Dharma for. Anyway, we're going to welcome into the studio today the lovely Wizard and Jester. Oh. Hello. Well, there was a lot of conversation going on there, guys. Thank you for joining us today. We've got a whole bunch of questions that I have written down, and Mrs. H has a whole bunch of questions that she's stored up in that glorious brain of hers. I never write questions down. You know this. Well, I know, but, you know, we'll see how this goes. So my first thought, is A, thank you for joining us. Second thought is, tell us about yourselves. What's your journey been like? How have you got to this point? So we started talking about the lifestyle and stuff akin to that, maybe unfortunately just before lockdown, which was bad timing in terms of doing stuff, but great timing in terms of having lots of time to talk about it and see where we were and what we both wanted to do. And lots of the chat from my perspective at least was, around hot wifing and watching Jester with other people, um, hearing stories from what she'd been up to on various nights. And obviously childcare makes it difficult for us both to be there. So that was my fantasy. How about you, Jester? I think for me, I took a little bit more persuasion. I thought that there was more to it in that Wizard wanted to go off and have adventures and was just trying to get me to do it so that he could then go off and do his own thing and eventually like leave me or something. So I took a lot more persuasion. But I'm fully there now. But what put the idea in your heads in the first place? Like, had you heard of lifestyle and considered non-monogamy? Not especially in those terms. I think for me, it was mostly, I liked the idea of Jester going to play with other people and then didn't know about the non-monogamous 
like swinging side of it it was more focused on the hot wife thing for me and then the, the swinging like corporate thing only came in really after we went to the social um in february but because we had the 18 months of lockdown to talk about it <laughs> it was basically 17 months of jessa saying no 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 <laughs> no and then eventually oh, okay why not and we'll give it a go and now quite enthusiastic about it i'm sure it's been an eventful year, let's put it that way. Not even been a year. No. So I remember meeting you folks as you came, because you came to our second social. Yeah. yeah. Second social. And I, I think you, we must you have... You remember us. I, I do, do. I do. But I think we said about five words to you, probably in total. <laughs> what was that like? Because that was your first thing, really, wasn't it? Terrifying. Mm. Like, we walked in and we were, I think we were the last people to get there anyway, because we'd gone for a few free drinks to calm our nerves and then by the time we got there everybody was chatting everybody well, formed in, in groups head, we didn't want to be turn up on time because surely everyone arrives an hour late we arrived an hour late so oh everyone arrived on time so <laughs> yeah um but we were a few drinks in and it looked like because there was a gathering by the bar and the discord was quite active we just presumed everyone knew each other everyone was best pals no one's ever going to talk to us we'll just sit in the corner have a drink and leave we're glad that you didn't leave and we know that the Toopers I think pounced on you and chatted and coerced you slash bent your arms back behind your back to, to stay right she wasn't that bad she was lovely yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're so glad that you did because obviously we've been able to get to know you since that point and been able to see that journey so you kind of said mentioned hot wifing there so what what's your play style how would you describe that that now so now it's kind of developed since then, really. Um, it started out with hot wife and I had like, not no interest, but to me, like my main like kink, if you like, was hearing and seeing Jess play with other people. I didn't even consider doing anything as a couple until the night of the social and we were fortunate enough to go back to the Moxie in Southampton and play with another couple, which was fantastic. And then we were both on high then for the next week or so. I was like, oh, actually, there's a different aspect of this we could consider. And I think Jess has surprised herself how much she liked watching me with someone else mm-hmm. and since then it's kind of developed a bit would you say yeah I quite like that you get involved I, I, I enjoy that you get involved now and it's more of a, a together thing like I'd, I'd find that when we were hot wife in a first I'd be a bit guarded about what I'd come home and tell you because I was sort of like That's how much do you want to well, know how much do you want to hear and I'd be like keeping not not keeping things back but I'd be a bit sort of coy about how I'd how how far I'd go with my explanations. Yeah, but then I try to explain that that's the whole idea of it, that the, the whole thrill for me is sat at home. I don't mind if you're not getting in touch at the time, but the thrill is I'm lying there or whatever, sitting, watching TV. Your imagination's running wild if you don't hear from you, which is great. And then coming back and hearing the stories is brilliant. So you come back guarded, that's not fun. No, but I wouldn't say I'm like that anymore. No. But at first, I definitely was. But now that you get involved and you join in with like the couple play, there's no need for that because you can see... Mm things unfold as as they happen how do you feel about the couple dynamic now do you you so you enjoy that oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. No, I, I enjoy that i enjoy that wizard gets involved talking about play style then so how if you were to give a single sentence around what what do you do are you a hot wife couple are you a bunch of swingers what's the what's the thing i don't know it's a bit hard to define it at the minute isn't it so like I think you'd still quite enjoy the hot wife side of things. I quite enjoy the swinging side of things with, with other couples. There's a little bit in the middle. I think it, it's always difficult with fab because 
wizard tries to to push people towards me and sort of say, oh, what do you think about this guy? What do you think about that? And he'll see other people in hot wife dynamics sort of arranging things for their wives and he'll try and do the same. But it it never seems to pan out. Like we, we, we don't seem to have the same... So you started on this, uh, sort of on a path of hot wifing and then you've kind of amalgamed a little bit of swinging into the whole thing. What, so typically sort of what's the, the balance? How many meets have you had since you started? Has there been quite a few? So, in t- so the f- your, your second social, our first social was our first real Finger the couple, I suppose, that you'd had a couple of hot wife dates before then. Mm-hmm. Possibly. Yes. Yeah. Um, and after that, we met a couple. We didn't, we didn't even meet a couple. We There was a couple at your social, um, the second social 2.0, who messaged us a few days later. We didn't speak to them on the night. They said they liked the look of us, sent us some photos. We eventually met them over their place. It was pretty intimidating, wasn't it? It was, but in a good way. Like, I think they they were they were what we needed. They We needed a couple that weren't going to be sort of too over the top, too sort of in your face, if you like, and, and, and pushing for anything. They just sort of let the evening flow and then... We say that, but I think, I think the whole time they had a plan, it was like drinks, naked hot tub, bedroom. <laughs> like we got in the hot tub, then they poured us water and then took us to the bedroom. We went on a tour of the house that locked, ended in the bedroom. Locked the bedroom door pretty much. And said like, <laughs> this is it for the next hour. But... In hindsight, that's what we needed because we're both... We would never have instigated yeah, exactly, that, yeah. yeah. We, we needed someone to sort of take control and be like, this is this is what we're going to do and this is how it's going to be. And I think after that first experience, we were like, we need more of this. Yeah. That's amazing. But obviously you're kind of growing and, and your relationship develops as you go along. Have there been any crappy meets? Have there been any strange meets along the way? <laughs> strange meets sounds There's... like a dodgy bitches. <laughs> <laughs> no, so... <And> Sweeney Todd. <laughs> So you, you, you had a relationship, or if you call it a relationship, with a single, a single guy, guy for a while, for a few weeks, for yeah. a month or so? so that, that was quite, I, I think I got quite into that, if you like, probably more than I should have done. And I quite enjoyed meeting him. But then he literally disappeared off the face of the earth, like completely disappeared off the face of the earth. Do, is this, do we need to recall this for police posterity? What's it the... was nothing to do with me. <laughs> We uh, we bumped into a friend that neither of us knew as a mutual friend, and I think he didn't like his lifestyle life ah. mixing yeah, basically, with his personal life. You'd met him a few times, <laughs> and then you gone for a coffee date in next uh, in Costa. You come down the escalator, a lady was coming up the other way, and she said hello, and you both surprised yourselves when you both said hello <laughs> back, which freaked him out. I think that then, mm-hmm. hang on, this is like too close to home. He disappeared completely ghost you and you were you were like a teenager I was a, a little bit upset I was I was like what did I do oh my god because like I think with the hot wife in thing I think I wanted almost like just one other person almost like a bull or something to 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 play with rather than lots of different multiple partners I just wanted to connect with one sort of other person and then you know like go for dates and it wasn't just all about sexy time either it was about the dates it was just about the well i think we decided like together that it's so hard to find a decent ball or a decent regular guy that if you do find one that works then stick with that rather than constantly messing on fab as you know it's obviously a minefield of whatever so that didn't work out and then since then not really look for a single guy as such have we no we've been more couple play i mean we've we've been 
regularly playing with another couple. Met you guys. Well. Um. <laughs> nice. <laughs> it was all about you, babe. We were so I was just waiting. That's all I, I can end this now. That's <laughs> all I was waiting for, really. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, We've we, we had quite a few meetings with Mr. and Mrs. C, haven't we? Like together and one on one, which is kind of where it's and that's been nice but yeah it's difficult in terms of like the hot wife and thing because that's still a thing we want to continue i think but it's finding the time and the right person it's incredibly tricky to find the right couples the right singles and the right people that, that are right for your relationship and certainly that's what where we've really struggled for our first couple of years it took us a long time to kind of get into a space where we felt like we found our people yeah, and sometimes yeah. those initial people that you find aren't the exact right match for you and you kind of throw yourselves in because the excitement is more powerful than the relationship and we've certainly found that for for a long period of time and then actually i think once we started doing the certainly the socials and the podcast slowly but surely there's been a crowd that's been been really building and that's been really great and and we're really pleased to have you folks as as part of that part of that crowd what's really interesting to me though and this is a very different tangent. This is a long story to get to a different point entirely. What I want to know is, where the fuck does Wizard and Jester come from as a name? Oh, it's it's the most boring, stupid story ever. <laughs> so we were registering on Fab and we needed a name to register with. Um, we'd been reading a book with our son and it had a knight, a wizard and a jester and he basically wanted us to act out this book. So we all became characters and we had to put our names down on Fab and we became Wizard Jester. Because, because he was that, that shit. That's, that's fantastic. I love that. Because had we followed the same path, we, I, we would be... Um, I just think what you're going to say. <laughs> no, we'd be Smirnoff and Yeti because I made, oh, up, wow. I made up stories for our children about a Yeti called Smirnoff because <laughs> it was the, the two things that were in my field of vision when they asked me to make up a story. There was, that is so random. Yeah, it was. It was, it was some Yeti-based thing. Yeah, that Smirnoff was, makes sense, but why is it Yeti? <laughs> yeah. the well, there was some sort of Yeti-based um, thing on television, I think, and... Smirnoff, clearly, because <laughs> it's us and we were drinking, probably. But we don't even drink vodka. No, but uh, this is going back 20 years, so that would have been perfect, <laughs> yeah. So, so Who would have been who? Uh, oh, my God. I think you'd have been Smirnoff. <laughs> wow. Fuck <laughs> you. Nobody wants to be Smirnoff. Well, it's better than being a Yeti, surely. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, Yetis are pretty cool these days, right? They've got a pretty, well, pretty hip reputation, reputation, I think. So. Well... Fine, you can rename this entire show then to the Smirnoff and Yeti podcast. <laughs> Smirnoff and Yeti show. It'll <laughs> be absolutely fine. So <laughs> one of the things that we wanted to talk to you folks about, and that I know Mrs. H is absolutely <laughs> dying to ask you about. I've got so many questions. All right. Do you want to do you want to take over at this point? I want to talk about something called Locktober. <laughs> What's Locktober? You tell me. <laughs> Wizard. Okay, so if that's your real name, <laughs> I want to know a little bit about um, this this thing that's been going around this month uh, all over Twitter, and it's been referred to in multiple forums I've seen on Fab, and it's it's become quite a thing. And my understanding is it's around the use of cages and October specifically, a, a whole month of chastity. So it seems to be getting bigger than ever every time you check Twitter or various mm. other websites and stuff. I think I first came across it like three or four years ago and 
vaguely. Not that long ago. Yeah, I think okay. possibly. Um, mm. It vaguely got mentioned and you hear stories of chastity and stuff. And it's like, oh, what's Surely this? Surely by its very nature, it can't get any bigger. Well, <laughs> unfortunately <laughs> not, no. Um, so October, interestingly, is like, as as sort of had a number of different things associated like stop smoking stop October it's black history month <laughs> <laughs> no so I guess October yes okay so we've picked a month of a year to I think, I think it was just one pound was it that started it basically and it okay. got viral that way kind of thing and it got bigger and bigger but this is the first year we've given it a go and I think Chastity has been part of our play for a couple of years at least maybe on and off on and off yeah I think I like the power play of it is this something mm-hmm. that you have always thought about then, like even before kind of being involved in, in this kind of little lifestyle? Hang on, or? before we even go down there, we yes. haven't even actually explained what the fuck well, we're talking I kind about. Of said it was yeah, about cages you can, you can, and a month of, of chastity. Mrs H, what's it about? I don't know, I'm asking Wizard. Well, you're the one in control <laughs> at this point, you ask him. I just have. <laughs> well, so when we talk about October, what do we really mean? What is yes. what is actually going on? Okay, so October... Like people do it in different ways, but like the the main premise is basically that you basically lock your penis, if you like, um, in a cage for thirty one days, and that's it. And then different couples will take it in different ways. Like one, like you lock for the whole thirty one days, but you, that you're not allowed to come at all. Other couples might think, well, you can unlock for a play occasionally, but the idea is basically you spend thirty one days in a cage, and all the stuff around that is dependent on your play style, I suppose. It's a penis cage, not like a giant-sized cage. No. Well, whatever you're into, but for yes, penis cage. Yes. We just don't have the space. We've got plenty of enough room for a podcast room, let alone a, a whole caged environment. So, yeah, we started doing that kind of stuff a couple of years ago. I, I imagine it was me that first suggested it. I can't remember how or why, but probably some kind of social media thing. Like, oh, that sounds interesting. And, yeah, it's been on and off. You were reticent at first and got more into it. I think once I saw how you were reacting to it, it got me more into it. I liked how attentive you were. I liked how much you sort of played on the fact that you wanted to be released and whether that was real or whether that was act, like just pretend as, as acting up to it or whatever in the beginning. I don't know, but I quite enjoyed that sort of power. Phenomenal trip. cosmic power and itty bitty living space, right? Mm-hmm. I quite enjoyed the tease. I quite enjoyed seeing how much it wound you up. Like just little things that I'd do and that would sort of spur me on to be like, oh, I can, I can go further with this. I can keep him locked for longer. And Jester, I feel like you can elucidate here and tell us more. So you teased him. <laughs> so like you called him names. You did what? No, I'd, um, I'd dress provocatively. I would invite him to come and shower with me, but obviously with his cage on. I would... Um, get toys out and play with them in front of him and make him watch or I'd play with them against his cage. Sometimes I'd unlock his cage and let him have some free time but instruct him that he wasn't allowed to come. I think we edged for about two hours the other week and literally drove him insane but he wasn't allowed to come and he was good, he didn't. But I think he's, I think he's quite shocked at how much I've sort of gotten into it now. Being. It's taken a while. Like I think it was always my kink initially a couple of years ago. And you'd be like, oh, yeah, fine, I'll hold a key, whatever. And then if I was like, oh, I really fancy being unlocked now, you'd be like, oh, here you go. I'm like, well, that's not... Mm-hmm. Like, in my head, I'd be like, oh, that's great, but it's just not quite how I want it to work, but kind of thing. But I think she kind of understands now that... Like, for me, there's something, that, like I said earlier, like, that when you're locked for a while, it's 
they have some kind of weird constant state of horniness, but then at the same time, it's diff it's different to just not masturbating in that like I know that she has like the key to my cock. So like my attention is focused on her, which she quite likes, mm. I quite like, and yeah, it's quite hot. And, so there's an eBay sale going live in 25 <laughs> minutes worth. I have a logistics question Please. about the actual... The, the you want to know about the cage, don't you? I do want to know you about really, the cage. You're desperate to know about well, the cage. I, I want to know lots of things because this is completely alien to me. So I, I, see, there we go. Uh, <laughs> I, don't, I don't want to do that because I, can't, um, I don't want to cage my favourite thing. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't want my favourite thing to be caged. This would be a crime well, against humanity. So I, I can completely... I can completely understand where the appeal comes from for people and I get the power play is, is a really big dynamic and I, I get all the stuff that kind of comes off that, you know, when you're kind of having these little exchanges of power, et cetera. And, but I understand all that. What I don't, well, I can't get my head around for, certainly for our relationship and I know that wouldn't be something I don't want to do because I like playing with you. I like I like playing with my things. <laughs> Why would I want to cage it? But anyway, don't yuck someone's yum. We know that. So I have questions about the logistics of how you pick a cage. How how do you do it together? Do you do you do you have to pick a size? How do you pick the size? Do you do you go and get measured? <laughs> Is it forged in the fires of Mount Doom? Well, I, I don't know how this works. Like, do you do you just decide? So this to is look what at. To Stick look in. at these cages, look super tiny they and do. super small, and yeah, you're like sort of. That. And I, I was always a bit like, don't break it because I too enjoy playing with that and don't want right. it to shrink or anything like that. So it is quite a small cage, but I think that's the idea of it. Like uh -huh. I've got people message on Twitter and send me pictures, like, oh, look at me in my cage and whatever, and it's too big, and it's like, well. You, you can get hard in that cage. Like, well, the, you, you're missing the point the whole, the of whole, it. The whole shrinkage thing, though, which you've expressed concern about before, is just like a Twitter meme myth. I don't think it actually is a thing. Ooh, that you... Well, I mean, I think there's, there's that extremes you can take it to, probably, mm -hmm. possibly, within yeah. that. I mean, some people like to stay locked for a long time, don't they? And over time, I think it would naturally just diminish in mm -hmm. size if you never really gave it any... Free time. Yeah. Well, in terms of choosing a cage, it, but for us, it's just been trial and error, basically. I mean, the first one was just like an AliExpress job, £12, like metal. If it fits, it fits. If it doesn't, it doesn't look great. It, it kind of did, but it was a little bit too tight. And then I think the one we've got now is it comes up with like different rings and stuff, so you can adjust it depending on what you like. But yeah, I think you can get custom-made ones that are mm -hmm. ridiculously expensive, obviously, um, which people use, and that's more for the, the permanent thing. And obviously we're doing October now, but in terms of playing with your favourite thing, mm. it's not often we do or try and do a full month, is it? It's like a, no, it's, a week it's, or so at a time yeah. seems to be... Mm. I don't know, you know better than me, but I think, would you agree that like, so it starts off and then the first day or so is all right and then I get like ridiculously like needy for five mm -hmm. or six days and then it dies down a bit when you kind of accept your fate. Yeah, at that point, you're occasionally like, oh, actually, that, that's enough, and then you go back. But yeah, I don't know. How, how do you find it? No, I quite enjoy the, the needy stage of it, and the, the, the <laughs> quite, I quite like that and the, the attentiveness of it. But I suppose going back to Mr. H's question, like, we didn't choose a cage together as such. I think that was all like yeah. your 
choice. Like it was down to you what what was comfortable for you. I don't sort of. I might take control in other aspects, but I didn't take control in what cage you put I can't on. I remember now, but I think the first time I talked about it, I just like revealed this cage, and you were like, "What the fuck is that?" <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> See, I remember we we were at, uh, at VA mm. for our um, one of our events, yeah. and uh, the, the two of us bought a secret stagger cage as a bit of a joke present. <laughs> but you were endlessly <laughs> fascinated by the, by the contraption. <laughs> you wanted to, to see the contraption and, and put it in your hands. I, I don't think you necessarily want to see me locked up, but no. I think you like the idea of seeing someone locked up. So I'm, you, I'm you fascinated so you can, by the concept. Yeah, yeah. There is a, I'd probably involve myself in seeing someone else if they were happy with that, and that was their thing. I'd be yeah. very happy to indulge that. And I'd probably be really enjoy some of the power play that sits behind it. I don't want to see you in that position because I know I don't think you'd like that. <laughs> I don't think you'll ever see me in that position. <laughs> if quite you frankly. wanted to, of course, I would try it because yeah, we we try things. But mm, I'm I'm fascinated. Yes, I think for me, if Jess is out playing, it's just just the symbolism of it. If like. I'm like she'll like disappear and then she'll lock me in like right, bye see you in a few hours or bye see you tomorrow whatever and then just knowing that like literally you can't do anything whereas if I wasn't locked up like secret stag often isn't I'd, I'd just be wanking constantly at her you know secret victim was out playing so I think like, I quite like that like, like she's been out with Mr. C a few times and like sent me photos of like her with her like key and stuff and that's quite hot and so we'll be back in six and a half minutes. Is that fair? Six and a half? Seven minutes? We'll do it twice. Um, and, and come back. I have another question. But you have plenty of questions. Go for it, wife. Uh, okay. So I have a question about safety, actually. So, so I appreciate um, Jester holds a key. And I can see her wearing the key right now. It happens. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Okay. So from a safety perspective... Uh, do you have access to get yourself out of a cage if you had to in the event that some catastrophe happened or it was a matter of... <laughs> Can I tell them about last the movie before, was it September? And we'd had a few days in the cage and we'd we had, had an issue with the... Days, uh, yes. it, <laughs> there'd been a few um, showers with the cage on and a few swims and we'd gone to unlock the cage and the key wouldn't turn in the lock. And we had to get some... Um, some cutters. Bolt cutters. <gasps> Some bolt cutters. And we had to cut the lock off. And the, the fear was real. <laughs> it's oh very, my God. Very close to all the delicate parts. <laughs> so now we have, to, we have to check the key turns every, every yes, so often, I, I, like, a little bit more regularly. Yeah, so we have a, we have a thing where I sh- we'll shower every three days without a cage to like fully clean he showers every day with the cage <laughs> on right? I was just going to say that <laughs> but you hey, don't to take it off <laughs> yeah, yeah, fine but, natural musk you've developed there my friend yeah but the other two days yeah, shower with the cage on but then give the key a little wiggle to make sure it's not rusted too much in terms of um, Jester not being around <laughs> and stuff it seems to work okay I mean I think we, we, did, we, did, we did have a spur I'm not sure where the spur is right now you might know I think we auctioned it off on Twitter <laughs> to the highest bidder. I think that's how it worked. But I think it was a couple of years ago. Maybe it must be it was in lockdown, and you were maybe about two hundred miles away or so. And I was down south, and that was she had the key, and I didn't. And I was cycling up to meet her without a key. And if you try cycling two hundred miles in a cot cage, it's quite difficult. <laughs> <laughs> um, I wouldn't travel two hundred miles on a. 
on a bike regardless. <laughs> but then it's not just cycling that I've made you do. We've we've gone through airport security with a clock cage on. Twice. That's so we got terrifying. <laughs> Absolutely terrifying. We got around that in a plastic cage with cable ties. So you can, we've got some cable ties that are numbered and then I'd make him put the cable tie on, text me a picture of the, the code and then I'd keep checking that the code was the same one and he hadn't just clipped it off and put it another one on. So, uh, it's a plastic wow. cage but it's, it's got a tiny bit of metal on it at the bottom like where it's like kind of connected. Um, so there's still the possibility of it buzzing or whatever, bleeping. Mm. And, oh, it's pretty scary. But the first time we did it, I'd completely forgotten. I was oblivious. I forgot <laughs> I it on. We were, we were going together. through security and his face going through, he was just sort of like looking at me like, Jester, Jester, Jester. And I was like, the matter, it's fine. Oh. Well, yeah. <laughs> we got a rule that I can't ask for it to be taken off. And I was like, they're insecure. It's like, please, please, please. But <laughs> I, I couldn't explicitly ask because of, of whatever rules. And she just was like, yes. Luckily, no one noticed, so it was fine. Goodness. I, I do have another question. Am I allowed to ask more questions? Of course you are. Well, I didn't know if you had this. Um, no, no, I have left this bit specifically blank Excellent. because I know that you I'm are. I'm so excited about it. Yes, yeah, okay. no, that's what I thought. Uh, so another question about, again, around the safety aspect is, are there any sort of um, safety concerns around not uh, observing maybe male sexual health and being able to orgasm once in those 30 days, for example? Is that not good for prostate health to regularly ejaculate? So I've read quite a bit about, yeah, yeah, ejaculating like at least once a month is meant to be like that. But mm. I mean, I, I guess if you did it regularly or full-time for a year or so maybe, but I'm not really, mm. we haven't really considered it for the month or so. Um, I mean, there's, there's a lot of leaking, which <laughs> must, must be a good thing, maybe. <laughs> yeah, I've not done much research into it, to be honest, and now you've got me worried. <laughs> these, these are things that probably would occur to me because I probably, not overthink, but I probably do delve into all the, oh, but what if, but what if this, what if that? But I kind of want to make sure that I wouldn't be harming anyone or, you know, that everything is kind of safe to go ahead with, like, this is absolutely, all these fears are allayed. I can go ahead and enjoy the experience without worrying about um, damaging myself in some way. Uh, I just wondered if you knew. So I'm curious, would, would you go with the roles being reversed at all? Absolutely not. <laughs> I quite enjoy that. Absolutely not. <laughs> not a chance. Do you think you could, you could do it? No. No. <laughs> I think we said before that this, this aspect of like our life is probably the only thing that I have got any power over or control over. Everything else is sort of like I've, I'm, I'm not confident enough to do stuff. I'm not. I, I wouldn't take charge. It's just not me. But with this, I fully embrace it. <laughs> You're doing very well to be fair. After initial reservations. So do you, do you think this is something you'll do regularly? More now you've endured. Well, hopefully endured the whole 30, 31 days. Um, we tend to do it, we've done it most months, maybe just for a few days here and there. So, so like Wizard so, said, after after he comes, normally it's sort of a little bit like, thanks, that's it. <laughs> and I'm a bit like, oh, kind of like you, you've given me something, like let's keep going, I, w I want a bit more, I want a bit more. Whereas if I lock him, then I, I, I've pretty much got that bottled and I, yeah. I know that he's going to constantly be in that attentive state that I enjoy and that I like. So I think the, the longest we've done is 35 days, um, oh, wow. which was maybe 18 months ago or so. 
and that was difficult. That wasn't even that wasn't even a thing, was it? I think you were just not interested for whatever reason. You just lose interest when it goes to 30 days. Oh, God. We did this whole October thing. We did, well, we did waiver a couple of weeks ago, didn't we? Because we had, yeah, we had Mr. and Mrs. C over. Um, and we, the evening turned a bit playful and I thought I was being a good wife and was like, here, have your key, be unlocked. And I didn't realise how into Locktober he perhaps was and how invested he was into it. And I unlocked him. We'd had the discussion beforehand that we th- we thought like, well, lo- lo- like doing this whole Locktober thing is more important to us than playing. Jess had kind of rescinded on that and thought she was doing the right thing. I mean, yeah, I had a good time um, with Mrs. C, but at the same time, yeah, the next morning it was a bit like, oh, actually, yeah, our, 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 our main aim was to do October, and it was quite hard. We were enjoying it. We had a good dynamic between ourselves, and that was hot. And then I think you noticed for the next 48 hours or so, maybe I wasn't as attentive as I could have been, which mm-hmm. was a shame. To be fair, I think Mrs. H has noticed that I've not been as attentive as I could have been for the last 22 years. So, <laughs> locked or not, I don't think it would make a damn bit of difference for me. saying a cage would help? No, I'm saying a cage would not help Are at you all. not even, like, a tiny bit interested no. in how it would feel? No, no. Literally, I, that would not be for me. I can deal quite happily without that. Thank you very so, much. So would you be caged then? No, fuck off. There we go. See, <laughs> exactly. It works both ways, right? Well, of course it does. I, I think the interesting thing on this this whole thing is that actually that there's all these different dynamics that are out there and we all sort of recognise that some of them are for us and some of them are for mm. not. And actually it's kind of about how you bring some of those things into your play style and make the most of them with the partners that you've got and how sometimes like you, you can be completely a participant in that and sometimes you've just got to let your friends do what they're doing and, and enjoy themselves mm. I think that's and it's so fascinating because we've met people that are in a BDSM environment and that that's their thing and then people that like being locked up and all this stuff but but actually we're all still under that umbrella of ethical non-monogamy and it's really fascinating to see that that people are still enjoying themselves enjoying their partners so for me this is just like a great big tapestry of people kind of making the most of what they really, really like. I think like for the last um, month or so, well, the last few weeks or so, it's been difficult in the fact that normally when we've played with Tacity before, to me the excitement is you don't know when you'll be unlocked. Oh, it could be tomorrow, it could be the next day, it could be the next day. Whereas in October, I know I've got like 12 days to go. But do you? <laughs> but do you know that? Because oh. I've heard that, that November is a thing as well. Oh, well. Oh, he also has to grow a moustache. <laughs> So how do you, what do you, what are your thoughts on people who choose to have like really prolonged periods of chastity then? And I'm talking months and months. So in my experience, when we have gone over like 10, 15 days or whatever, you you get to a stage where it's difficult. Like you you kind of like, your horniness gets bigger and bigger. Everyone's different, obviously, but for me, it reaches like seven to ten days, then you reach a point that's like, it's never going to happen. And you kind of feel a bit like lethargic and then maybe like a week later it kind of like peaks up again. Um, but yeah, people that do it months and months mm. and months, uh, yeah, there must be a, a lot of teasing, I imagine, to get through that. I don't know, but uh, yeah. What, what I'm interested, so you go through all of this and it's, it, it, lots of time 
of, of sort of chastity and being locked away and not being able to get there. What the fuck happens when you do actually come? I is know. it like a fire hydrant? That's the most important thing. So <laughs> There is a lot. It is take cover. <laughs> <laughs> well, in my experience, it doesn't, it doesn't happen ridiculously quickly, which I was surprised about in the few times that we've done long periods before. It's not been like instant, which I, like my, my main thought was like, I'm just going to have in like three seconds. But it's not. <laughs> and when we played the other day and you were like, oh, you, you can you can like come inside, you, you can like have sex, but you can't come inside me. I was like so focused on that that I think that kind of helps me last longer, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, no idea. I just lost after like two and a half minutes. That's fine. That's the, the longest I can go anyway. <laughs> there's, there's lots of public out. And yeah, lots yeah. Of, like, change, yeah. Oh, good. I'm glad. Change your position and stuff. Um, Don't make the rest of us look bad, my friend. No, no, no <laughs> they do that. Um, but yeah, it makes you think that maybe you can train yourself not so much. When I do a night when you were edging me and you were like, don't come, don't come, don't come. And that's, I was more focused on that. Oh, than I actually enjoying myself, which was not fun. But at the same time, maybe that is a thing you can train yourself to do. And it'd be interesting to see how long it does last when it eventually happens. I think I'm getting better at knowing when it's going to happen and then well, stopping. You say, and then... you say you can feel it. But... Mm-hmm. You can tell by your breathing as well. I think you can tell. I can, I know. I can tell when you... Yeah, you can tell. Did really heavily. I, I, I would suspect that Jester has a good ability to understand when someone is going to come. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I can yes. attest to this with some level of credibility on that front. <laughs> can you? I, I can certainly can. What I, what I want to talk about a little bit actually is kind of. So people might be considering this as a thing to to experiment in. What what, what would you recommend for them? What would you say to go? Is is it, it do, AliExpress? Do, AliExpress? <laughs> do Shein? Is that the thing? Is she, I don't think they do cockatiels. <laughs> they probably do now. Wish. Go to Wish. Go to Wish. That's the best <laughs> best of all places. Wait three months for it to be delivered. <laughs> yes. Sold her in January, and it'll be there by September, right? <laughs> I mean, like. Plenty of people do it on the on, on the honor system, and depending mm-hmm. on your relationship, you haven't got to have a cage as such. Like for, for us, it works because I like the symbolism of it. And for me, Jess will be in work, and she'll send me a selfie just of her with her cleavage and the key on, and that's like enough to drive me wild for twenty minutes or so. But just yeah, start out just if, if, if you're if you're the female, use the honor system. Just say like, just forbid your husband from coming for a while. See how that goes. You say you can tell her came or not, depending on. And tell her the, the the way you act, what you what your mood is like. I I just know if you if I know if I've been in work all day and you've spent the day in bed masturbating, <laughs> I can tell that that's that's all that's happened <laughs> all day. Not because nothing's happened in the house. Politicians. I can just tell. I just know. It's the spunk dripping off the walls <laughs> and the ceiling that probably give it away. Well, yeah. In terms of cages, it's difficult with size, but I think there's there's cages you can buy that come with like different parts and different sizes that you can a bit of trial and error and stuff and see how it goes like try it for a few hours see how that happens try it overnight and yeah hmm. is it comfortable to wear I know that sounds a silly question because it I know it's obviously a cage designed to cage you but is it it um, doesn't look comfortable so I've watched you put it on a few in fact I've tried to put it on a few times and it and I worry that I'm hurting you because it's quite you've, you've got a sort of quite forcefully I'm in there Put it on. So it's about finding the right size again. And like the one at the moment seems to fit quite well. Like I can't even feel it at the moment. If there was some teasing involved, then obviously that you grow 
as much as your cage would allow. Um, and then it gets a bit, not painful, but a bit tight and tense. And, but then that's part of the fun to a certain extent. Um, so will the, does the cage allow for any growth? Or is it... Okay, so if you no. do get an erection wearing it, does it then hurt? So it depends what you, you go for. Obviously, there's a lot of things out there. Um, if, you're, if you're new to it, then you might go for a longer one, whereas there's basically like your normal flaccid penis would fit inside it, mm. and then you can't grow. Whereas there's other ones that would restrict your normal length in general, if that makes sense. Um, so Yours yeah. doesn't. You you if if you get hard, then it it sort of it it, it there's nowhere for it to go. Right. There's no effort. To, it sort of you you can sort. Of, but for want of a better description, the the cage sort of bulges, if you like. Yeah. It can't it can't grow anywhere, so it sort of like starts to poke out a little bit. So I think what she's getting <laughs> to is that she wants to see it live on air and describe no, it. That's one hundred percent what she look at her face then. Right. Do you want to see said well, cock? I want to see it because I've go. never seen a live one in a cage. Live one. So do you want to talk about that on live air? You can do that if you want. Can I? Well, can if he's I happy to do it. Of course you can see it. Oh, oh you're going to enjoy this, aren't you? So we, we, we have little things that I um I will do. And um, Wizard today didn't do his jobs before he uh, came out tonight. That so Wizard, bastard. That rat bastard. Wizard had a forfeit. So uh, oh. Mrs. H will, well, and yourself, Mr. H, will get to see what uh, Wizard's forfeit was when he de-trousers. <laughs> The pants that he's wearing oh. that are not his own. Oh, I see. <laughs> um, All right, I'm, I'm going to describe what I'm seeing. Okay, before the, what do you expect to see? What, 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 what I'm, okay, I'm ex- I don't know how it's kind of fitted on you. I've, I've not really seen one attached before. Attached. <laughs> <laughs> All I've seen is a, a rudimentary, jokey version that I think someone bought Secret Stag, and I sort of looked at it and went, huh. I don't even know how this goes on. <laughs> I, can, I, I can imagine there's going to be some screws, maybe. And yeah, screw like, sounds painful. It does. That's well, painful. I, I guess that's part of the problem, isn't it? <laughs> so I'm assuming that it's obviously like a, it's it's kind of pointed down, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't know how big it is, and I don't know how it's attached. I think to you might be you. surprised at how small it is. I think she knows how big it. Is. I was going to say that. Yeah. Yeah. You know how big it can go, but how small the cage is. Yeah. There we go. That's, that's a fair statement. Intriguing me. So I don't know how it's attached to your your penis. <laughs> so it's got like it's got like a ring that you put around your balls, and then it connects ah. to. The is there a thumbprint scanner? Because <laughs> if, uh, if not, I'm less interested. <laughs> well, Wizard is about to unveil the cage Honestly, for my delectation, and I will describe what I see. Drum roll, please. I'm excited. I hope you don't get excited though, because it's painful, right? <laughs> or kind of hope he does, so I can Basically, see. Yeah, you're going to talk through this. You're going to run. David Attenborough, this shit. So no. here in the undergrowth, <laughs> he is taking his. Look at them sexy jeans. pink pants. Oh. Oh. <laughs> oh, okay. I wasn't expecting it to have a colour. Yes. Yes. Uh, oh, what is that? That was part of... All right, so the, the pants were an unexpected treat. <laughs> so there yeah. is a forfeit going on with some pink pants, right? All right, yep. so, um, Wizard, could you give me a spin, please, so I can see all the way around. Okay, so what I'm seeing here is a kind of 
almost like a strap-on kind of thing. If, if a woman was wearing a strap-on, mm-hmm. you can get like the, the thing that goes around the waist, around the hips. It's sitting on the hips and it's like a black uh, strap that's holding this device in place. And what I wasn't expecting is for the device to have a colour. I just assumed, incorrectly, it would be metal. And what colour is it? It's pink. Okay. Why, why pink? Who chose pink? Was it you? <laughs> so, Jester, you've chosen the colour. I did. Didn't realise it came in different colours. Can you turn to the side for me, please, Wizard? Thank you. And, okay, I can see that there's a contraption that goes around the balls. And then I'm going to have to get closer. <laughs> <laughs> so Mrs H is leaning in close towards the cage, staring at it. She's, she's adjusting her glasses. <laughs> Right. And- <laughs> so my, my main observation here is, holy fuck, that must hurt if he gets an erection, mm-hmm. because there doesn't seem to be any room at all for growth. There's been a few mishaps, maybe if I've got a bit too cuddly, and you're like, oh my god, it's painful, we would like yes. trapped skin a little bit, and we've had to sort of like do a quick unlock to readjust. But then it, I think that's the longer it goes on the more sensitive you are to it, you can get dressed now. So for me, like I've recently got like the strap thing for it, which helps like the random erections because it kind of like keeps it like, it keeps it close to here. Like you'll see now if I take it off. You can remove the strap and it, it still stays in place. But I guess the weight of it is going to, yeah, yeah, drag it yeah. down yeah. a little bit. And then if you get correct there, it kind of forges whereas that kind of keeps it. Yeah, it does. I didn't expect there to be a big old chunky padlock on it. Mm. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> Have um, you not seen the chunky padlock that Jester has been sporting around her neck for the course of the evening? I know I've seen the key, but I haven't. I, I for some reason I just I forgot that there'd be a padlock involved. I don't know why. I just thought it kind of was it retinal shut. scanner. <laughs> I don't know because I've never seen one. I saw high with the beast in order to unlock it. <laughs> ah, goodness. Yeah, my, my main observation is that must be really painful if it if it gets erect. And but the reaction when it when he tries to get erect is uh, pretty much worth it. Well, it's wow. not it's, it's not okay. painful as such because it can't go anywhere. You, you, you start but to doesn't grow. doesn't it? Like it's it's obviously like blood is rushing to an area and there's no release because it can't go anywhere. Like, it's being forced against something. Yeah, so you can feel it against your cage, but then that just feels like, like Mr. H might say, like, if you wear tight so, pants. So you, yeah, <laughs> like a, a random erection if you work or you've got tight pants on, whether you can't do anything with it, you, you can feel it. Yeah. yeah. And that's, that's the same as it just, you can feel yeah, it against the cage and that's it. it just or like, like waking up with a hard on in the morning and you're lying on your belly. You can't go anywhere. It's like, ah, this is awful. <laughs> Somebody please resolve this for me. Where is everybody that can sort this out? <laughs> where is everybody? Yes, where is my wife? Where has oh. Jester gone? Where is she not here? Where is someone else's wife? So yeah, someone come along and sort where me out with this. Yeah, yeah I, I'm, okay. I've been waiting here for a long time. Please thank resolve you for this. Show me that. Yeah, yeah, thank I'm you, buddy. Really, how do you feel showing that to someone else? In hindsight, very weird, but yeah. after a few wines, not so bothered. <laughs> <laughs> well, you asked for more wine before you showed it to me. Well, wine, yeah. <laughs> How well received do you think this is with other play partners if you weren't going to make them aware of it? Or actually, if you were going to, do you think people would be 
not not keen to engage. What if you turned up? Well, knowing, knowing that they, they can't, can't play, play with you on a level anyway, because you're not going to be unlocked unless it's with Jester's permission. But equally, yeah, and that defeats the whole well, point. No, of I it. think we'd have that discussion beforehand. Obviously, we wouldn't we wouldn't rock up for. A day yeah, but there's, there's there's people that we've told about that that don't do this kind of play. That's mm. sort of like, but why? Why? Mm-hmm. And you'll sort of like go into it, but I don't get it. Why? But how, how can you mm. not? And I, I don't know. I think you've just got to be. You're either into it or you're not, and I think that's yeah. But it's it, yeah, you, you can be not into it and understand like you guys are trying trying to do, which is great. Mm. Um, but in terms of if we're going on a play day, we wouldn't, we wouldn't lock up and be like, oh, by the way, I'm engaged. <laughs> that's just not very fair, obviously. Yeah. Though it would be interesting for people to know that you're in the cage and then to rock up on a play date with the assumption that you're going to be locked away. Yeah, they still might like it. I think that's what you were sort of expecting to happen like that weekend. I think you were thinking, I'm just going to be locked up and these three are just going to wind me the fuck up for the whole night. Yeah. And I think that, that was where you thought the evening was going to go. Because you said, we told Mr and Mrs C that that was the deal. And then you like you were like being kind and unlock me and then... Whatever happened, happened, and that was that was nice. But in hindsight, maybe we should have played it differently. I don't know. It's a tricky balance, I suppose. Mm. And and I think as you go through that journey, you kind of figure out what you're really about and and what works for you. And and these moments where you kind of go, oh, this would be nice to explore. You kind of go, well, actually, that wasn't quite what I needed from that moment. And you learn from that, and you, you change and adapt. I'm really conscious that we've kind of been taking up so much of your time. But one thing I want to talk about before we round this up is very recently you came to our event, right? And you were part of the orgy room. The orgy room. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's no other way to... There's plaque on the door now. Yes, there is. There should be some sort of like blue heritage, like, like John Lennon died here or something type thing on the side. Mr. H was here and he was fuck yeah, yeah. is that what you want I, you know I, I don't think that I can claim that I was fuck wall of I, fame I, yeah I wasn't yeah but there were, there were a number of people in there that, that that certainly brought the thunder I think I think everybody in that room actually if I'm really honest brought the thunder what I'm interested to know so you folks were here you heard Penny Lane and Starlord's take on it you've heard our take on it what's your take on that room let's end on a sexy note Oh, well, that's really unkind because he's wearing this cage. <laughs> oh, he wants harsh, me to talk about right, that. Harsh. I think he wants Jester to talk about it. I think it was a very unexpected turn of events, but I would fully agree with Mrs. H's and Penny Lane's comments about <laughs> watching Star-Lord and Kiwi in that corridor. <laughs> I literally had never witnessed anything like that didn't know i was going to enjoy it but it was hot to watch and then as that moved away i think i was like i'm not done watching this like i need to see how this is gonna go and then we all ended up in the orgy room (laughs) as we'll call it um but yeah it was a it was a hot hot room for me, I found it difficult at first because there was, there was the stuff happening in the corridor uh, with Star Lord, and that was that was different. Um, and then you it wasn't your back, was it? You you were a bit like, oh, oh no, I don't know. So it was just it was just different. Um, and you guys went off to the room, and then Jester was like, um, 
oh yeah, come, come join us, come, come watch, come watch. And to me, it was sold as going to watch Starlord play. And I was like, that's not really my thing. So I kind of disappeared. And then she went to the room, like, with Mabel. And like, to me, they were just going to watch you guys play. And that, that was it. So I was like, oh, I'm just going to do something else. That doesn't sound that exciting. Um, and eventually she came and found me. And I came back and it was very exciting. So that was, that was good. There was lots of exciting stuff going on. There was lots of um, firsts, I think, for us as a couple. We've never had an orgy with eight people in a room no. before. Yeah. I, uh, I don't Not think I've ever... <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> I, um, and not with that cage either. <laughs> I <laughs> quite <laughs> right, well, so we're organising an orgy in three days. <laughs> no, I think I quite enjoyed the um, the lady play as well. Like, I, I don't I think that. For me, I was a bit like, I have not got a clue what I'm doing. Like, is this right? Am I doing this right? Is this okay? Did it right. Um, <laughs> I told you that. You did. So you, you, did. Have, you, went, you, you have achieved the rare... And it is very rare. I told her that afterwards. Ben I was like, no one gets me there like that. <laughs> no, but she's got the duo for the night. Oh, the I, I'm not sure how many people have that. The duo? Yes, the two of us. Yeah, they were there. You and I. Yes, we all know what I'm talking about. You and I, what? So, Jester here yes. achieved some sort yes. of equilibrium on us both coming throughout the course of that night. Oh, I see. I, I don't thought know you how many people when we come. <laughs> <laughs> no, I thought you meant two people when we come. I was like, what? No, no. But I'm not sure how many other people have got that award. Mm. I didn't know there was an award game I for it. I feel there should be a t shirt <laughs> at the very least for that. How many bed waffle points do I get? Unlimited. <laughs> I'll take that. I'm not giving away unlimited things because you keep promising coffees for them and, and have done for years. So I'm, I know. I'm, I'm, yeah, I, You've made you an espresso martini. Yeah, that Does counts, that count? right? That's done. You've used all your credits up now. That's it. You, 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 you're spent. Uh, she can come back and do it again. <laughs> but that was an interesting night, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. It was a great night, yeah. Yeah. Yes. You you were quite vocal behind me in enjoying that. I didn't intend to be, but yeah. You were very vocal. It was, it was a good thing to watch. I loved the wizard commentary that was pervading across the room. <laughs> it was a commentary. It, it was. It was. That's hot. That's so hot. That's really hot. That's so fucking hot. Oh fucking hell. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was. It was. It was a very nice look up. <laughs> it was it was a powerful room, and I, I am very pleased that you folks are part of it. So, uh, where can people find you in the world if they want to get hold of you? Where are, where are you on Fab? Where are you on your Twitter? We are Wizard Jester on Fab. That tends to be Wizard that answers those and is on there. I get really fed up with the one-liners or one-worders, <laughs> and I am most known to be quite obnoxious back in my responses, so I stay off it. Um, and I am Mrs. Wizard Jester on Twitter. Perfect. Well, Mrs. H, before we do that, I want to say thank you both for joining us. It's been an absolute pleasure chatting to you. Do your thing, wife. Thank you for hopping into our bed. <laughs>